1: Yes, indeed. Oh, that's the crispy one. There you are. I thought we adjusted this. Live imaging. Live Imaging Tuesday, don't do the bit where you put the second microphone. <laughs> I'm just going to talk. All right. People on the Mason Ireland Reddit page, they think I project too much. Because why would you want to project in radio? <laughs> no. How, you, how is the Reddit should, page going? Is it? Well, Mace uh, tried to shut it down, but we've broken the seal. I heard there's well, no way of shutting it down.
2: Well, we went from I'm going to try to, shut it, to shut it down to I did shut it down to you can't shut it down. So who knows? And what's now going there's on. so much attention towards it, right.
1: it's only going to get worse. By the way, by we're, we're playing a little disco because today on Sedano and Cap, we're doing Disco Tuesday.
2: Mm, like true. all the music coming back,
1: yeah. Because yesterday, the, I don't remember it was a birthday. Like the on this day, I, I like forgot. Gloria
2: Gaynor or something. Well, yeah, that's disco, <laughs>
1: but I forgot why the anniversary. And who knew Cap was a disco queen like me? Really, he started singing along to disco. We spent a whole segment on it. Really, one Were of you the best disco guys.
3: No, I didn't know Cap would be disco.
1: Hey, you can see that. Yeah, right? it, it fits. You can see him doing the John Travolta walk with a slice of pizza <laughs> yeah, that, down. There. That, that I could see. You like disco, Emily? Producer Emily. I like ABBA. That's disco. That's disco. I love yeah. ABBA. There yeah.
2: we go. Mama, little Mama Mia, Chris. You, you, you can see you in the theater <laughs> soaking in a little Mamma Mia. I was born Mia. in the
1: wrong time. I would have been in Studio 54 just going nuts i would have dropped dead in studio fifty four. yeah i don't know
2: you made the 80s if no. you'd been in, in the 70s. i would have been upstairs on the couches <laughs> with everybody
1: it doesn't matter who you are what you are we're going after it put
2: the couches at studio 54 on the list of things i don't ever want to touch like the rat trap that you touched in the kitchen today
1: there's a, i want to get to that in a moment. There, there's a what documentary the uh, do you know did you know what that was going a rat? on back there we got a lot of rats at this place we're trying to get rid of them. speaking of rats Mason well, Ireland, <laughs> one to four PM. <laughs> that's what you get on a live imaging Tuesday. So. Absolutely. Well, I will. So wait a minute. You, you put your finger in a rat trap? You picked it no, up. No,
3: no, no. Okay. Can we give it a second here? The uh, the rat trap. It wasn't like an actual trap where you know my hand is. It wasn't now, the
2: spring? It was the sticky trap. Is a sticky? I think, how I think. sticky? That's
3: what it was. Unbelievably sticky. <laughs>
1: Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. At this point, do you alert Taylor or Emily or Travis? Like, guys,
2: I was standing there with him oh, when you he were picked there it up next yes. to the rat trap. Yeah. Well, I d- we didn't know what it was. There was something look on the ground. Do you ever You've do Never this?
1: seen the Looney Tunes. You don't know what a rat trap. <laughs> no, was no, no. It's not the spring loaded one. It's <laughs> hey, not that. Trev,
2: Trev, did that look like something <laughs> for a rat? It looked like a piece of trash. And he was like, he's got this cleaning fetish that he does. So he goes and he wipes I, down I all like the surfaces. I do I like too. It. I think we're the only three people in the building that do, but that's a different topic for a different day.
3: <laughs> Freaking stuck on my head. He goes I to pick it up and it's head. sticking oh, it there. was one of those. The glue traps. Ones. Yes. 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 Not the I, spring one. And then I turned it over. So now. It- Basically, whatever rats were out me, there goes, are still going to be out goes, there. He goes, Is
2: that what I think it was? Did I just pick up a rat trap? Like, mm-hmm. We're just having a normal
3: conversation, <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm trying to get this freaking rat trap. Where was it? Hand. Next to the new coffee? By the way, yes. I tried a new coffee machine. I am
2: th- a triple espresso in, back and in. it's lovely. Yeah, lovely i
3: want to i want espresso that's a nice one
2: yeah that's the way you do it
3: yeah so it's next to the vending machine to the left of it i thought it was a piece of trash i go <laughs> to pick it up trying to be a good samaritan and the next thing i know it's stuck on my hand and travis <laughs> looking at me, like what are you doing i'm like i don't know what's on my hand that was yeah. the story
1: <laughs> i mean that's a lot that's Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't expecting a lot of times before i walk in producer emily because i've been sitting in a meeting for an hour and a half she'll say hey these are things i'll be like okay cool I wasn't expecting you getting uh, stuck on a rat either. trap, yeah. And yeah. we kind of blew right by. Oh, it, well, like I, it was I, because
2: I want to blow right by because I don't want to think what it represents. I don't want to think everything that comes along with why it was there. Well, wait the a minute. Well, hold on, that, hold on. you guys are both homeowners. One, yeah, one in the corner. No, I understand they're, I they're understand everyone. I
1: understand. I mean, we just everywhere. saw this on a deck. Yeah, in our, <laughs> one of our meetings that you're both homeowners. So I know you've dealt with with. You know, wildlife in the home. Critters. Whether cockroaches. Pest
2: control companies. <laughs> they, <are,
1: laughs> they Who's the guy
2: with the hammer the a million years ago on the back of the truck? Oh, them. Uh, um, I, no, I don't know what it is. Uh, the terminex.
1: I can hear it. Remember, he puts his head to the ground. <laughs> yeah, he hear the terminex. Who's the
2: guy that's the scientist that comes in the white coat? I think he's Orkin. I think that's the Orkin, the, or, man? The Orkin man that comes looking hmm. like he's going to do heart surgery and kill your ants. He's Pretty got sure. both. What kind of what is is fun story one. do you
1: have around all this? There's something well, that's happened in life.
4: I have had a rat in my house before. There we go. I knew and, it was coming. In college, this was the house I lived next to the frat house with, but this was a house that was like... Really old. I paid like very little to live there, like two hundred dollars a month. Like, really it was super cheap. Yikes. Um, it was it was college, and everything in Charlottesville was super cheap. But there was one rat that just terrorized us and would not let us sleep. Essentially, so it would like scurry around at night, and then also our our laundry was in the basement. <laughs> oh no, no, our laundry is in the basement, and so we had to go downstairs to go do our laundry. And honestly, I feel like I I've been traumatized by this. I don't even remember <laughs> doing my laundry at this place, but like you had to. Essentially, you throw your clothes in and then run upstairs because there's a bunch of critters downstairs. So that was probably the worst be, place that I've lived. You
2: have to befriend them. Yeah, <laughs> name them, <laughs> let them run up and down your yeah, arm. Yeah, they're like
4: sprickets, <laughs> like spider crickets <laughs> that would jump on you. Well, so. you saw sprickets. the teenage
1: mutant ninja turtles.
4: The rat was the good guy. He That's was right. teaching people.
2: Sprickets? Did you guys just blow
1: past that? What's sprickets?
4: Uh, spider crickets. So like they're they're cricket they're spiders <laughs> that jump and they can get <laughs> on you. <laughs> Listen, and if I have spiders,
1: if I have spiders in my <laughs> house that jump, jump. <laughs> thing in the world. no, I'm burning the house
2: I, to the ground and, and leaving laundry. as fast as I can. Um, I have follow up questions. Yeah? Did you live your life in college the way you live your life now? Uh, um,
4: no. I was definitely so I. Yes, okay. uh, I the, had a much smaller. The infestation
2: place. is hey inevitable, right? I, I, Why is I, that? Because there's food on the ground.
4: So in my sorority house, I didn't it's because no we couldn't bring our food upstairs. That's the only other the thing I didn't have. But yeah, in general, my life, yeah, I'd have food in my rooms. It's fine.
1: It seems like one plus one. Listen, we can follow up on that on my next uh, deli- <laughs> my next appearance uh, later on. But us look it up. Remember seven hundred and ten awards dot net. Have you guys voted yet? Best show, mm-hmm. Travis, Travis and, Sliwa, and Sliwa. Producer of the year, producer Emily. Sure. Associate Producer of the Year, Taylor, Taylor Smith, man. also known as Dirk Diggler. It's obvious. Okay.
2: I like Eddie Adams. I like him pre-Dirk. Eddie Adams. I like him as the Eddie. He feels like he's still pre-Dirk. He's still in the Eddie phase.
1: <laughs> it was in there. Yeah. Jack just knew how to get it out. Anyway, be sure to vote early. Vote off it. What about tri-
2: bit of the year? Don't just blow past that.
1: Well, we're still working on that kind of stuff.
2: Okay, okay? well, I just want to make sure Ask gets the representation that it needs.
1: Factor cap. No, stop. That's so cap. I, don't, I still don't know what it means. Somebody was trying to explain to me. False. I know, I get it. Lie. Anyway, if you're a Travis Untrue. and Sliwa listener and you haven't voted for your show to have honor, to because don't you want to beat Mason in Ireland June 24th at the Mandy Awards? Don't you want Keyshawn with those beautiful wide receiver hands <laughs> to hand that giant trophy to Travis and Sliwa? I want him to hand
2: Alan Slewa the Ask Slee Trophy. He's that is got my a goal. A lot of stock in that this is ask my goal. I think I, I am focusing I all that of my favored. time and energy to Ask Slee. I really want that thing to win. It's, I, I, it's I'm the producer his, of this thing. LLC. I don't care about actor. I don't care about
1: director. I need picture of the year. Alan Sliwa. I'm all Ford. So vote now. Seven Ten Awards dot net. Made possible by Buffalo Wild Wings. Jim Beam. Vote early. Vote often. And boys. I'll be back later on. So uh, Travis at Sliwa continues now. That was good. Right I do like a, a live imaging Tuesday. It's not a bad way to do it. The Mason and Ireland people do not.
2: <laughs> well, I think you're you're with them a little bit more than you're with don't us because you're Reddit in the middle it. <laughs> just yeah. don't Oh no no it no! It, it it was shut down. Remember, only you can't shut it down. Only then it was and it wasn't. It's the typical yep 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 yep. Say one thing, do the other. It's just it's par for the course. So, <laughs> par it for the sounds,
3: course. Sounds it sounds like such a comforting
2: page. Sprickets. That sounds terrible. Jumping oh, spiders? There are
3: spiders that. Yeah, I, I've yeah, seen. Yeah, and again, I, I do they chirp like a cricket? No, I, have no not seen I
4: don't think I. They chirp, and again, I I know it was there, and I know I did laundry at this place, but I definitely forget. I blocked that all out of my memory. It was it was the first place I lived that wasn't a dorm, and the first place I lived by, by not by myself. I shared this place with yeah, six other girls, but yeah, it was a uh,
3: it was. There are jumping spiders.
4: Oh, and. The roof caved in at one point in time in this house. So it, we had a really big rain in Charlottesville. It was, like, flooding. And I wasn't in the attic. Like but the a girls, leak or a group of in. spiders? Like, it was a leak that made the walls, like, fall down. There's so, 600
2: different
3: type <laughs> of jumping spiders.
2: See, Don't go to the south, y'all. On. Now we've got jumping spiders, Boston oh, that's, that's Dynamics, and Nuclear War. Jumping spiders have some of the best... Vision, well, sure. Of all the spiders, well, got to make sure they know where they're going to land. They, like, yeah, they're there's not Emily just jumping Gunner. blindly. They use it in courtship, hunting, and navigation. The second one is the part that should concern you: the hunting. That they the, exactly. do. They prefer guys named Slee. Do Do they have a particular taste for oh, Alan Sleewa along the way? Gosh, look at these guys. How big are they, Emily?
4: Um, like I would say, they're they're the size of like a normal spider, like a small dog. <laughs> They're they're like a little bit bigger it. than this. Like they're a gopher. like they're the size of a cricket essentially, but they have lots of legs yeah. and they Hand can jump on you.
3: Website.
2: This show has come off the rails. The, you're picking up rat traps. She's got sprickets in her college dorm uh, or her, her apartment or Why whatever would that it was. Happen? Why would that happen? Why would what happen?
3: Like trying to do something nice and then I can't take I have a rat trap. He thought it was the one that's Basically killing the mouse. No, they, you're, you'd
2: be in the hospital right now. Right. He thought I lost <laughs> it two fingers. It would have took your fingers off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you would be the guy that picked up a a unsprung mouse trap I don't think you're that guy hey, what is this is this cheese <laughs> yeah it was one of the sticky is there a ones piece of cheese here are you did you just move past it like me like why it was there in the first place I understand they're everywhere you don't have to explain to, hey Trev you know that I okay, I, I get never, it I've I just prefer not here. to see it
3: I've never seen one here
2: not inside the building you see no, them outside the building but all the time
3: inside of this building I've never seen one here
2: Taylor did That's you look at it yet can years you, can you this radio confirm?
3: Station, I've never seen. They represent no
2: rats, though. Is that what we want? Yeah, I guess. But it It immediately tells you there's
3: probably an issue.
2: Not really feeling it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by... Progressive Insurance. Don't forget, you got a chance to win MLB The Show 22 today on Travis Sleek and show your skills on Xbox, PlayStation, and for the very first time, Nintendo Switch, no matter what your play style, MLB The Show 22 has you covered. Create your dream team in Diamond Dynasty, Alan. Play with your favorite legends like Tony Gwynn for you, flashbacks, and current-day players all on your team. Get it now for PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo consoles at theshow.com, rated E for Everyone, two years ago today, we took it all personally. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
0: 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. shopify.com slash network this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple
2: You spider Spider Man came when I was a kid. It came on during the Electric Company. Like there would be little one offs inside the Electric Company as a Spider Man show. It wasn't its own show. Were you a Spider Man guy? Yeah, I was okay. Yeah. Spider Man, Superman, just kind of all these.
3: But I'm not a big like when I was a kid, I was into it. But now that they got all these different Marvel movies, I, I'm not into any of that. It's
2: not Goodfellas or or uh, but you're with The Godfather. So you're out. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, or Lethal Weapon or Married with Children. Die Hard or Will Smith. Die hard, too. I, there you go. I knew we were going to One rock. day after work, uh, the rock. when you're doing Lakers talk, the three of us are going to get together, and we're going to put together a Sliwa bingo. We're going we're gonna to do that. What oh you, you got? What do you got? little espresso? Just espresso. Yeah. They're good. It's not a bad way. It's a, it's, strong it's a good way. time to be here. That's ESPN Radio way. is presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit Progressive.com. uh I'm talking about your dance on the SoFi Big Board. Do we reshoot those for the upcoming season? Do we get another? Do we get another uh, day out at SoFi where we're in the end zone, no wearing idea. helmets, kicking field goals? I'd like to at, do that again. At this, this point, again. I'm
3: not sure. We should, right? I think let's there's do it going again. to be I think there's going to be a fight for who gets that space <laughs> inside of, inside of SoFi.
2: I thought we did a good job with it. I, I thought, think we we did we 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 a great our
3: job. Own and we should be able to do it again. I mean, let's not. I don't want to make it sound like, but you and I were throwing some dimes in the corner of the end zone. I could throw. in between. I can throw. I right? just can't
2: get a twelve-year-old out anymore, but I can mm-hmm. still throw a football to you. I was kicking <laughs> you fifty-eight made like a, yarders. No, okay. All joking aside, yeah. you did make like a thirty-yarder. I Think so? Yeah, and but it that's was not that it, far. It is far. That's not that far. It, Slee, it is. I'm telling you right now that those guys—they don't miss a ton of them. But an extra point is thirty-three yards, and well, they, you missed every we were Sunday. Taking, somebody when we were taking
3: those. our shots, I was probably 40% successful from 30 yards. Well, yeah. One would go off way to the left,
2: and then the other one was just perfectly right down the middle.
3: We had no idea what was you coming on You were Adam
2: Vinatieri, kick. and then you were Alan Sliwa. You had, you had both of those two things happening simultaneously. I will take that. We're getting I'll some good rat advice on uh, on the phone. So let's go to Van Nuys and Josh. Josh, you're on with Trav and Sli.
5: All right, guys. Love the show. I got to tell you about this crazy story that happened. So I'm playing ball with my dog. I throw the ball into the kitchen. He doesn't come back for a couple of minutes. I'm like, what the heck? So he comes back and I hear clack, 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 like on the floor. His foot and his tail literally stuck in that rat trap. That my, oh, no. Foot and tail literally stuck. I had no idea what to do. I tried washing it out with soap. Didn't work. Tried washing it out. Oh, the sticky water. stuff. Yeah. Work. Okay. I thought it was the other stuff. Have? I looked it up. Yep. How'd you get it off? I looked it up and I had to use any type of oil. So I literally mm. put a bunch of oil in like a big bowl. 10W40? Like yep. oil? Yep. <laughs> it was vegetable <laughs> oil actually.
2: And the
3: dog's so I okay.
5: Rubbed it all on him. Got it all off and he was fine, but it was like a
3: Does your dog does your dog still <laughs>
5: trust you? <laughs> He Have does. you played ball? mean you played ball fan. with your dog since? I thought th- he's a good boy. Just don't play ball around rat traps. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Very good yeah. advice. Thank
2: you, Josh. You know where I thought that story was going. Hmm. I thought he threw the ball into the kitchen. Dog went I thought to chase both a couple rats, and, and he was coming back with, with a rat. rat in his mouth. That's what I thought. Like what, cats do. Yeah, I thought that was. A, no, I didn't go get that uh, Wilson tennis ball no. you threw. But here's a here's a. 12-foot-inch yep. or 12-inch rat. How no. do you like me now, Master? You know what Rookie would have
3: done in that situation?
2: Run out the front Ran door. Ran
3: <laughs> the opposite way like no tomorrow. I did.
2: I told you this. We'll go walking.
3: Like, you see a, he sees a lizard from 10 feet away. He's like, we got to go back the other way. Padre
2: stole your bit for Rookie. I know. I, I sent I you the, 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 the screen cap of that. I was down in San Diego over the weekend, and the Potter game was on TV, and they have a paw squad. A lot of teams, you know, dogs that are kind of around, little mascots. Petco Park, yep. They have uh, Rookie. Diego. Diego. Sonny. Sonny. Rookie and rookie. I'd never heard of a rookie, and now they've. There's two. Yeah, I never heard. Got to change f- his name. You Got to change your guy's name no. now.
3: Well, we're the originals. We're I the understand, OGs
2: but you know, it's like having Tommies. There's Tommy's number five. There's original Tommies. There's Tommy's number four. There's all the different places eh. you can go. Eh. You never know which ones it's going to be. It was today, 2020. Mm-hmm. The Last Dance premiered on ESPN. It was a
3: two years ago today.
2: Great show, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it had all of us captivated, and I, I know a lot of people have gone back and watched it since. It's really, really good. Some great memes, Jordan's tequila, the whole thing, everything, about you know, and I took that personally. All of those things. It became personal with me. <laughs> I wonder how much of it was we literally were all trapped inside our houses at the moment. That it was peak COVID. Yeah. Everybody was inside. Mm-hmm. We, there was no new TV. There was no sports to watch. We were dying for anything in that thing. Because think about it. At that point, we were all watching two things. We were watching Tiger King mm-hmm. and the Jordan Doc. That was it. So it was the perfect storm, right? Like, remember
3: they didn't they move up the release because they knew everybody. I think they was they were gonna release it out in like sometime in the summer, mm-hmm. and they ended up releasing it in April. Trav, I, I think it was a combination of we did have nothing to do. There was no live sports. Literally nothing to do. There was no NBA basketball. There was no playoffs. There was no Major League Baseball. None, so of, none of that. We hadn't even and, gotten a televised and, course yet. And you were stuck in your home. So it was a combination. It's not like, all right, well, there's no sports. I'm going to go do something. You can't go anywhere. You couldn't do anything. I remember there was, wasn't there like curfews?
2: Basically, like you couldn't. Not like, in my neighborhood. In Orange County, we really didn't follow the rules. Yeah, or- Orange County, with, nothing but, changed. But we just kind of, you know, no curfews in my neighborhood. There was curfews of like, if you were
3: not. If it wasn't for work, you had to, at 10 p.m., you had to be, from what I remember, at least in Pasadena, I remember that. But it was a, it was literally a perfect storm, and a lot of people, I, I think it would have done successful either way. Right? Whether we were in the middle of COVID or we
2: weren't, the last oh, dance sure. was going to do incredibly well. Uh, but how about that? That was two years ago? Do you have a particular memory from it? Do you have, like, a pullout from it? Yeah. Because for me, there was one. It yeah, was I great. One. I loved every moment of it. Mm-hmm. But for me, when, when you think about it, like, hey, when you think of the yep. last dance you think of, me personally, Rodman was approved to go to Vegas.
3: That that Phil was explaining to Michael, you got to just let him go. And Michael's like, what the hell are we doing here? Just trust me, let him go. And Rodman goes to Vegas with Carmen Electra. He's there for a couple of days. God knows what he does out there for a couple of days. I could guess. I think he just ordered room service and watched TV. (laughs) Catch up on Law & Order. Murder, She Wrote.
2: I have a feeling I know what Dennis was up to. And then he comes back, and he's like, all right, I'm good. I got it out of my system. Yeah, that was a big part of it. For for me, it was the way that he and Scotty's relationship basically came to a just crashing halt. Mm-hmm. And may, maybe it had been headed this way for a long time, but keep, keep in mind, Jordan was part of the production team on this, right? He had ultimate say over how this thing was going to be put together and how it was going to be presented, mm-hmm. and that he presented it as Scotty basically being – Soft, not getting it done, the surgery, doing all, being selfish, all of these things. And Scotty clearly took it very, very personally because the story's coming out of it for. Several weeks afterwards were Scotty trying to rewrite the record Scotty trying to explain his version of events and all of these different things that For me, it will always be that oh those guys actually were not on the same page at any point that they they were mutually beneficial they they both benefited by each other's presence, but there was v- no relationship there to speak of
3: two years ago today the last dance no and and that's what what was the the new uh the new one coming out is ramona's right they're taking the ramona's, sterling the sterling. The Last Dance has kind of – it's not that those didn't exist, but I think the 30 for 30s were already there, but it's created, I think, new um, storylines that you find interesting where it's not just about the basketball or it's not just about, hey, how did this team do it, whatever the case is. I, I think it's spawned
2: off into some different – I'm uh, really interested to see how Ram- – but the Ramona one is – fictionalized right that she's gonna have they're gonna have actors playing the roles which mm-hmm. is great it's kind of like winning time it's more yeah. like winning time than it is the last i'm dance. okay with that i i am too but they're they're different categories of things right but, and the last dance here, here's the thing about that show that for me felt it was it was a step short of perfect you can't have michael jordan's version of how these things went you need multiple versions of how all of these things went when you have a documentary it you can't be both sides this of the story is, well there's never both there's everybody's side and then mm. the truth is some combination of all of those things there's steve kerr's version of how things went there's rodman there's pippen there's jordan there's horace grant there's phil jackson there's all mike greenberg all the people that were a part of that show you kind of put it all together but it was like jordan had the last word on these no this is how it went it's like no it's how it went through your prism and it just it, it felt like but Michael you know Jordan's version of history. I think you're one of the few that even points that out. I don't feel like there's a lot of people that – I think it was – I'm not because it, I, I've read it a lot of places. And it, it's just documentaries can't have the subject of the documentary no, no, no. be in the production room of said documentary. You're not wrong. It, it's
3: you're, you're 100% not wrong. What I'm saying is that I don't feel like there was a lot of people that after watching The Last Dance that that was the – it had some it had some uh, chatter but not as much as i i would think like you're basically getting it's it's a corporation running yeah. their history and it's nobody else gets a say in how their
2: history it's you know what close I'm like it, it's it's close but it's not exactly what it it's an was an autobiography less than biography. that like, is a much yeah. better way of putting yes that's exactly just what just wait it is.
4: till lebron's comes out we all know it's gonna happen you No, know, you think you'll do it i don't de- <laughs> you, you you think so <laughs> you know just when some other young upstart's gonna be doing his career well
2: and and exactly like lebron with jordan i'll be there for every minute of it mm-hmm. I, I will love everything and it, Here's the difference with the LeBron version that we'll ultimately get, and, and and Jordan might have been the very last person that we could do this with. Maybe Tiger. Maybe Mike Tyson. But we've seen some things with these guys. Part of what makes that stuff so cool is you get to see stuff you've never seen before, mm-hmm. right? You get a little behind the scenes. Like, um, was it Michael Thompson's brother was part of NBA Films right and right shot a bunch of yeah. this stuff, and they've been sitting on it yeah. for a long, long time. Yeah,
3: what, what, even when they were promoting it, it was, you know, 20 years
2: right. of right. unseen. How how many moments of LeBron James's career, Kevin Durant's career, Steph Curry's career, Aaron Rodgers' career, Tom Brady's career— that we haven't seen can i now, give you a good example stuff, sure mm-hmm. but the sports stuff of it all we've seen every second of those guys lives you never watched a kanye documentary right no well it's not true i watched like the first 45 minutes of it you know why it was good I hadn't seen it before nothing right it was it's when he was a kid but
3: everything was him before he got big and talking about how hey we're making a documentary that's 20 years ago yeah you know, so that's what yeah. made it so good. So to to answer New. your question, I don't know if there's all this footage that LeBron has that he's been taking over the last 20 years and saying, you know, at some point, I, and maybe there is, maybe there isn't, but that's what made the Kanye documentary so interesting. I hadn't seen any of
5: this.
2: Yeah, if there's some intimate moments of him away from basketball, love to see it. If there's some intimate moments with him in high school, I, I would love to see it. But I feel like there's not a basketball moment in – LeBron James' professional life that I'm not familiar with. Remember the Tom Brady, the one that he did.
3: Yeah, it was exactly like you. Well, I've seen all this, right? Well, I, I know what happens, here. right? This isn't shocking or interesting, or I mean, it's interesting, but it wasn't something that really pulled you in because it
2: was just a football story. Yeah, That's it, all it was, and it was his version of it too, mm-hmm. as opposed to like you got to have a little bit of that feeling to really kind of sell it, right? Yeah. Just, just it doesn't have to be all salacious. It doesn't have to be all zastro all the time. But you need a little bit to have Zastro. Zastro version in all of these different if things. If Zastro is kinda, not ugh. a part of a documentary, why are we even doing this? Right. That That's exactly right. Attention film students. If you're yep. making a documentary, yep. find that story's Zastro. PBS. All of them. Frontline. They specialize in Zastro. If you got a documentary
3: coming out, got to include that.
2: Just weave them in. Five minutes. Get them back out. Factor Cap coming up next. What can't you do? at a baseball game Zastro. as an adult. Disaster nah, is all about adult activities. That's next. Travis Lee 710 ESPN.
3: Robert Half research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.
4: Hey guys, there are no creepy crawlers in my current household, so just going to say that out there. Good. Uh, we're all good and clean. My it's a good I, start. This weekend, I actually didn't have my roommates in, which was amazing. Was a nice little restful weekend. I could pretend to be a homeowner for a second, and uh, it was great. Did uh, you put
3: stuff like did you put stuff in the fridge in her area?
4: You know, like <laughs> really oh, actually I did, and it damn felt right you great. Did. Damn I would have gone right and slept <laughs> in their
2: beds. <laughs>
4: I don't know. I don't like she my bed. Known. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> she probably the point. I would have slept in their
2: beds and left them unmade. I would have been Goldilocks for a weekend.
4: Right. So uh, this Sunday I went to uh, the baseball game. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. But um, before the game started, I got there before my friends. And I was sitting at the visitors' visitor's, uh, bullpen. And there was a collection of children that are waiting to get a ball from the Reds uh, pitcher and catcher. And then there's also a collection of adult men waiting for balls from pitchers and catchers. So, adult fans shouldn't care about getting a ball from an athlete. Travis, Patrick Cap.
2: I, I, uh... oh, there's an easy answer to this. I, 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 I'm going to contradict myself here a little bit, Slee. I, I have said many times on this show, there's no wrong way to have a good time. If you're into getting baseballs from major league players, then I guess, cool, go get your baseball from a major league player. Yep. But you can't jump in front of a kid to do it. You, you, you got to, like, if, if there are 10 kids, you need to be 11th in line. If another kid shows up, you go to number 12 and so on and so forth. Every kid in that ballpark needs to get an autograph, a picture, uh, yeah. a, a, a bag of seeds, or whatever it is from those players, a ball. that Just because you're looking to complete your collection of Cincinnati Reds relief pitcher autographs, you need to go to the back of the line. I, if that's what you're into, I get it. I'm into some weird stuff, too. I like baseball cards, but just let the kids do it. First, please. It just—it's a—it's a bad look. It's a lesson for the children that in life you have to fight
3: to go get <laughs> something that you really want. So I don't care if you're 44 years old and you're in front of uh, the nine-year-old that is just looking for a baseball and has brought the mitt to the uh, to the game. You better uh, stand on your chair, do something. No, here's the reality. Here's the <laughs> absolute reality. Reality is the only way. You were to grab something from a kid, which this is still not even okay, is if you're giving it to your kid. But you can't, you can't get in front of the children here. Right. Let the kids do what the kids do. It's the equivalent of like, I don't know, you're going to a... Uh, Trick-or-treating and you're yeah. getting a king-size candy bar ahead of the guy that's dressed as Howdy Doody. You can't do that. <laughs> now, if you want to look out for your kid, there's got to be a way to do it, but even that's not okay. Because the other parents are not up there with their kids right. trying to grab
2: a ball and give it to them, I was maybe eleven or twelve at Dodger Stadium um Steve Garvey was actually playing for the Padres at this point, but garvey was uh, was always my favorite Dodger, and I'm on the first base line, and he's walking from the outfield back towards the first base dugout, yep, and we make and I'm on the railing turning out a pen and ball and all this stuff and I'm looking and he we, you were thirty one i <laughs> it was i'm trying to think it's probably thirteen. And we make – it's that moment where you realize we're actually looking at each other, uh, right? And he, he looks at me, and I kind of hold up the ball, and he kind of comes over, and he signs. And then the second they see him coming, a flock of people start to descend on the on the spot. Yep. And he signs my ball. He signs one or two more or whatever it is, and he starts heading back to the dugout. Well, at, in the process of this, I get, like, knocked by somebody. I still, to this day, don't know who. You dropped the ball? I, I drop the ball. I see it on the ground, right? It's in, in the street. This is what's on the field. Yeah. I, I'm literally reaching for it, and I see another hand just, zoom, just snatch it right before I'm about to pick it. It was somebody's mother. It was in retrospect, it's probably a 20 something year old woman. You know, at the time when you're 12, Get she looked like she's town. 40. And I'm literally like, lady, that's my ball. You don't understand. It, I brought it with me. So you saw her it. take it. And, and she has it in do? her hand. She's and like, no, she no, no, it's on the ground. I just grabbed it. I'm like, I understand it was on the ground. I got it got knocked out of my hand. I I started to cry. Of course, you I, did. I literally, did. That's I was devastated. I was completely Taylor crushed by the tear. entire process. I, I'm thinking, I've been waiting my whole life to get a Steve Garvey autograph. And, and again, this, this was you were 36. <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. It was terrible. That's an awful story. I hope that that lady lost that ball on her way to the parking lot.
4: So uh, there, she take the ball from she took you, it and no, and no remorse. And you in the face, no and remorse. Said, no, no, you drink.
2: I, I, I found it. How do I know it was yours? How do I know it was yours? Because it was. It got knocked out of my hand. You know what? Not
4: yours, woman. You know exactly. what? The more
2: I hear the story, the more I'm with her.
3: I
4: kind <laughs> of see always... where she's going. Yeah, I know. I know
2: you are. You didn't call me as a witness in your own trial, and now you're taking other people's sides. I I know what you're about. I see so... where she's coming from. <laughs>
4: This weekend was all about fashion choices in the world of Instagram. Of course where it was. People were in Absolutely Coachella was. Damn wearing right whatever it was. clothes they are. But...
2: Carlo got uh, married.
4: Yes, Carlo got married. Um, skinny jeans are an acceptable attire for a grown man. Alan, Fettercap
3: I'm going to go fact. But it just depends how skinny. I'm not, I'm not going to wear jeans that are baggy. I'm not going to wear, you know, too baggy or whatever the case is. You can have a just a decent size let me let me use as an example a suit you go buy a suit you know you want to make sure it's tailored properly and it looks good you're going to a wedding in DC mm-hmm. do you really want a baggy suit i don't think that looks good i kind of use jeans as a, a similar way now if you see these jeans they're definitely not tight fitted but they're also not completely baggy so i'm i'm okay with I'm okay with tight jeans or whatever whatever the term is, but not like you know. You just got to be reasonable here. If you're putting them on like
2: <laughs> my girl's putting on her jeans, so what are we doing here? Yeah, there there's two things going on here. This I'm the wrong person to ask. I couldn't. All skinny jeans or all jeans are kind of skinny jeans in my world. They because- walk you right over. They walk you past the skinny jeans to the North American cut. It's uh, it, it's not for me. Let's just say that that's not for me. For one, they're uncomfortable. I don't like how it feels. Number two. I have, a, I have a thing. I have a phobia. I always miss on the other side of this issue that I'm about to bring up. People that are a certain age really trying harder to yeah, look that's younger good. than their age yeah, it's not is a really bad look. Really I'd bad rather, look. I'd rather miss a little bit on the high side. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a 50-year-old man, okay? If you say to me, dude, you look like you're 60, I'm okay with that. If you tell me you're looking, dude, why are you dressed like a 25-year-old? I'd feel like an idiot. I, I just the, but the, your, shirt, the, your shirt
3: is bedazzled.
2: <laughs> it's an Ed Hardy. Do you like it? I got my trucker hat too. No, I, you know it's funny when you, just, gonna, when you describe. i always going to miss on the high side. Looking, trying to look younger than you are is a bad trick. When You describe that person, that guy that's trying to. You look know exactly young, what I'm talking about. It's a bad. Look. It's, it's it's pathetic. It's a pathetic weak play. Yes.
4: Taylor, what about you? Do you like uh, think that skinny jeans are acceptable?
1: Sure, put on a skirt if you want. I don't care. <laughs> A nice tartan little for thing with pleats. Is that what I we're
3: like
2: how skinny jeans went to, yeah, put on a skirt. Live your life. <laughs> Let your flag fly, right? That's what they say.
4: <laughs> all right, so 12 years ago today, uh, Joakim Noah said this about Cleveland.
5: Do you regret anything that you said about Cleveland? Not at all. Do you like it? you think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say, I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. <laughs> What's so good about Cleveland?
4: So, my uh, Factor Cap is you couldn't be paid enough to live in Cleveland. Taylor, Factor Cap.
1: I've never been to Cleveland. Um, they got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame there, they do. right? That's what I need to yeah, visit. They but do? I don't know if I could live there. Yeah. that's going to be a right. cap. Trev?
2: I have been to Cleveland a handful of times, and I've always had a good time when I've gone there. And even if it was a, a war zone, the question that you asked was, you can't be you, There's a number. I'll live anywhere. You pay me enough to do it. Right. I, I, I am a pragmatist at heart. If you say to me, we're going to double your salary, maybe not triple. You have my intention. So, yeah, there's a, there. There's a number. There's a number. I would live in Cleveland for sure. I went to the only time I've been to Cleveland. I went to a Lakers Cavs game. No way.
3: Yeah. It's crazy, <laughs> right? It was actually a client trip. We took a client and it was random. I think it was New York and then it was Cleveland. It was something like that. We wanted to go to two games. Those were back to back that they had You wanted to
2: see Eric Snow in person.
3: I wanted to see <laughs> God, that was a good pick. <laughs> I wanted to see Ilgaskis. Yeah, I was not, not gonna leave that trip unless Ilgascus was part of it. Uh in Vergel. So the moment I got to Cleveland, you get down at the airport, and the moment we walk out and we're all we're going to go. We're going to go get a taxi to, get to go to our hotel, and when I tell you there was this like the taxi pulls up and like we're the next in line, and I'm looking, I'm like, what how do we get to there? There was this slosh of mud and snow and water that I've never seen before in my life growing up in Southern California. You're not a lot of slush. Yeah, the, the, and the Northeast in San has it all over the place. And I'm and I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the taxi like. You're gonna pull up further, right? <laughs> and he's looking at, he's looking at me like, "Get your ass over here!" <laughs> yeah, you want you Got cars <laughs> coming behind you. So my first, like, actual step in Cleveland was just this. I've never even seen it or described it. It was the middle of December, whenever it was. Can I live there? I probably couldn't. I don't think I could. The, yeah, the small, t- the little amount of time that I spent there, I don't think I'd be in Cleveland.
2: Money, I lived in L. A. and San Diego. That's I understand. I, I'm not saying that it would be your first choice. I'm saying, hey, you lost your job. There's an opening in Cleveland. I got two kids in school. You're moving your ass.
4: <laughs> and your money goes <laughs> farther in go. Cleveland, huh? Your money goes pretty far in Cleveland. It does. You could probably buy a nice Just there, bedroom there, home in Cleveland. Sometimes
2: other factors involved in these decisions.
4: All right, so it's not m- living there. <laughs> It's uh, National Garlic Day and uh Gilroy. one <laughs> Is that right? Is <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, it is spot. Yeah. Uh so my one of my favorite ba- bagels is the garlic bagel, but I always get, you know, criticism for having a garlic bagel for breakfast. So, you should not be allowed to have a garlic bagel for breakfast. Alan, Fettercap.
3: Cap. You want a freaking garlic bagel? Bagel, you grab a garlic bagel. Sure. All you got to do after that is just make sure you, you know, brush the teeth. You should get that tongue a little bit. Yeah. Make sure you kind of brush that portion of it. You should be fine. Have something afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's the key. You know, <laughs>
2: you're going to have to hit it with something a little to bit of
3: gum. try do to something. neutralize that. Do something, but if you uh if garlic is th- if that's a bagel that you want. Emily, you get that freaking garlic bagel.
2: Trap? Yeah, I I, I I'm with Al. I think that's very good advice. You just I just have work that to do after. You you need to brush your teeth. You need to maybe hit the gum and you maybe you're going to need to take something else that's maybe Not quite as pungent as garlic, but maybe have some black coffee to try to neutralize it or something like that. Because eventually the garlic's going to beat your dentine. It's going to power through your Colgate. You're going to need to hit it back with something else. Yeah, it's It's fighting. Garlic's fighting. Yeah. This is
4: why you brush your teeth after you eat Doesn't, breakfast. No, this you, is this is why it works.
2: It's a losing fight. You're gonna want you're gonna want to take the <laughs> L on that one and keep it moving. <laughs>
4: All right, I have one more left for you guys. So uh Taylor told me a story yesterday about one of his friends gets consistently uh confused for a famous celebrity. So you have been confused for the same person more than once. Travis, factor cap.
2: I haven't. Um I I, I have said this before. That I Stallone. don't look like anybody, and I look like everybody. You know what I mean? That that I look like all of your friends' dads, but I don't look like anybody famous. You know what I mean? I, I have that look of you feel like you've seen me a million times. The only one I've gotten maybe more than, I don't know if this is a famous person or not, former governor of uh, Florida, Jeb Bush. I've gotten that one <laughs> uh, occasionally. But, uh, no, that that's
1: about it. That was awesome. Yeah, I that get that occasionally.
3: I don't know the guy's name, and I don't know what movie he's in. Stanley i'd TG. have to i'd have to think about it but yes somebody has said hey you look like this dude from blah 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 and then i went and looked at him I'm like okay i could see a him but bit you like don't it. remember who it is i don't
2: remember is? no that's not a very good story if you don't awful. remember who it is awful, story.
3: <laughs> Taylor? awful you want me to say it again so there's
2: a guy that's in a movie there's this <laughs> no, guy I that movie. i don't know his name but he i've been told i look like him and i looked it up
1: and, and i did story.
2: <laughs> and i did so thank you for your time <laughs>
1: I got uh some actor from Wentry Hill. I used to get confused for him in high school.
4: Oh, Chad Michael Murray?
1: No, the other one.
4: Oh, yeah, I think I know. I know who we're talking about. Yeah. One Hill. That's you name.
2: just made up two people, right, Emily? <laughs> Those aren't actual
4: Chad actors. Michael and Murray. It's a- <laughs> exactly.
2: Do you get that?
4: Uh, I have gotten only confused with other my friends so there's one girl in my, in my college that looked exactly like me from behind and so consistently we'd always get parties together and i would always confuse for the other girl and she has like a bunch of tattoos so i don't know why i got confused all the time but that's what it was but i don't have any famous people
2: uh, do you have any tattoos
4: i don't have any ta- okay. tattoos
2: taylor any tattoos yeah yeah all right that's something we could talk about al i'm thinking you're tattoo have free a hawk <laughs> <laughs> With the, the, on my the, back screaming eagle <laughs> It's Lake Show on the Knuckles. Right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. D'Angelo three tiers Russell. Three
3: <laughs> tears. Um, right. I looked. I tried finding the character I'm talking about. Completely wrong movie. So, to add more to the story of not having a story, I have. I'm more confused now of who that actor was.
2: <laughs> All right. So uh, Quinn Snyder may blow another series for the Jazz coming up here in the first round. We want him in that mix. We want him on the the short list of Laker candidates. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Just kind of going back to one of the factor caps here for a second. Uh, Emily was talking about the little kids getting autographs at the Dodger game. Do you remember the first time a professional athlete signed something for you? Do, do, do you remember that interaction and how it went? Uh, apparently not. No, I don't. I, because I, I remember the very first time I ever got an autograph from a major league baseball player.
3: I get one from
2: it was a guy that played for the Milwaukee Brewers They were in the American League at the time. This is pre interleague play. They came out to play the Angels. And we go to the game and you know, same thing, brought a ball and a pen and the whole thing, and I'm hanging out on um, down the right field line yeah. with the with the railing, hoping to get an autograph. And I see this guy in a Brewers uniform walking along and I hold out the ball and he stops and he signs it and I look at it. And it's a guy named Marshall Edwards. Okay? I didn't know who he was then, and I, I, I went back and I looked this up a, a few years ago. Marshall Edwards played like 25 games in the major leagues. He he had obviously gotten called up at some point mm. and, and and played a handful of games. That happened to be one of them, and I remember it like it happened yesterday. I remember his name. I remember what he looks like, and I'm just saying that's why the, the question that Emily was asking is so impactful because... If you get that, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean, if you get Freddie Freeman, great. Yeah, but you got your guy too. You got Garvey. I I got Garvey, but after years of trying. But do you know how many Johnny Oates I got along the ways? How many Vic Davalios I I, I had to deal with?
3: Was it like I want to say? It might have been like a Chris Gomez or one of those. Just some random pop. It obviously that, didn't
2: have the impact on no, you though, because I I remember where no, I remember the uniform, everything about it. It's just mm-hmm. Marshall Edwards. He played. I'll look it up here again. It it wasn't fifty games for sure. He was a one time call up mm-hmm. and never really came back along the way. Sign the autographs. So all the Dodgers, Angels, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Ducks. Sign him. Means a lot.
3: But by, by the way, it's one of the coolest things that happens in baseball. Right, getting a chance before the game starts. That's the one the one thing i think baseball offers or spring training spring training is great for that place to do spring it. training yes. is
2: super for that along the way so jazz mm-hmm. lost to um dallas last night yep uh 1-1 in that series the guy that you were talking beef to during the season when the lakers lost Oh, jalen brunson. brunson yeah he was great he was off
3: for 41 <laughs> he
2: was fantastic <laughs> he was he was absolutely terrific and he won the game for dallas he yep. was he was yep. he was fantastic but as good and as you know NBA-altering, as Jalen Brunson is, he's Jalen Brunson. Jazz he's, should
3: be up 2 nothing, and they should have won both of those games by yes. double digits.
2: No, uh, Luca. Luca yeah. did not play in either yeah. one of those games. They mm-hmm. split. The Jazz, over the last couple of years, have been a team that lost to a Kawhilis, uh Clipper team. They blew a 3-1 lead to the Mavericks a couple of years before that. Uh, Denver. Remember, that yes. was... Nuggets. Oh, to, De- to Denver. You're Nuggets
3: right. Nuggets did it 3-1 on Utah yep. and then did it 3-1 on. That's uh, right. in the bubble.
2: That's right. They had back-to-back 3-1 wins. They yep. beat Utah. You keep hearing Quinn Snyder's name pop up over and over yeah. again as a potential Laker uh, ne- next head coach. Has ties to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Has NBA experience. You know, all of those things that you're probably looking for in a Laker coach. But do we- he's got good players. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is a very good N- NBA player. Rudy Gobert is a very good NBA player. They've got a, a roster of role players along there that are pretty good NBA players and that they're getting clipped by teams that are missing their best player and they had 3-1 leads along the way. Why is this the guy at the top of the list?
3: So I, I, I don't know where he is on the list. I really don't. But he's a name that you keep hearing come up. Um, I had uh, Bobby Marks on yesterday for Lakers talk. Mm-hmm. And I asked, hey, is there, a, is there a coach out there that you think is A-realistic and you think would be a good fit? And his first response, almost without hesitation, Trav, was Quinn Snyder. He thought Quinn Snyder would be a good fit for the Lakers for a couple of reasons. So his knee-jerk reaction was Quinn Snyder. He said that Quinn Snyder could be something in a coach where you're trying to win right now, Plus, if you decide in the next couple of years, hey, we're rebuilding this whole thing, okay. he can also be a coach to kind of bridge the rebuild. But you said something about the Jazz. Tell me what they've done. Tell Nothing. me what they've done. Nothing. Um, to kind of use that name and say that, yeah, that's the guy, no question about it. They've underperformed. They. they I don't know how else to put it. They've underperformed. They're going to win this series, I think, against the Dallas Mavericks. We'll see if Luka ends up coming back. But it's not like if they face the warriors or the phoenix suns that they that you think that they're going to win in a seven game set so they've kind of just been circling around doing the same thing for the last couple of years and to see Quinn Snyder like i i've i've told you nick nurse i'm a big fan of well nurse won a championship nurse i think took players that you wouldn't think. This year they weren't supposed to be a playoff team. They're going to lose to Philly. They already got a couple of guys that are injured. But at least you feel like he's doing something, that he's making a team better than their actual roster. Uh, And I'm not opposed to Quinn Snyder. I'm just saying that I don't know what he's done to
2: all of a sudden be a a coach that is on the top of that list. Does this feel like an oversimplification? Because I I think it's true. But if you're just kind of just boiling it down to the bare nuts and bolts of this whole thing, just yes or no. Mm Has Have the Jazz overachieved with the, with him as no, their head coach? No, they haven't. Have they underachieved as a head coach?
3: I think they have. I do, it, too. Because they haven't done anything. They haven't taken a step forward.
2: That's what I mean. So if if we agree they've Kawhi underachieved out, and haven't overachieved, what are we doing here? That That's like the worst possible combination of events.
3: Kawhi went out last year, and they had a 25-point lead in Game 6 across the street, and the Jazz blew that lead. And then do you remember this happened – what was it, a month ago, something like that, against the Clippers again, they blow another lead, and it was Donovan Mitchell saying, nothing's changed. Yeah, well, I get has the sense changed. that he
2: wants to bounce, too.
3: Nothing has changed. They can't, you know it's kind of crazy, too? They can't use Rudy Gobert at the end of games.
2: You're right. They're just
3: stretching everything. They can't use him. I know this is more X's and O's, but they have not adjusted. So if the question is that simple, have they overachieved or underachieved? They've underachieved.
2: I either need a rainmaker, guy that's got, you know, he's got, skins on the wall right he's got championships or he's been a team that had a, a, a squad that was one thing and he made him a lot better or i need you to have some vision and say i know you don't know who this guy is but he's the real deal i like if some I, this isn't a perfect example but I got one. when pat riley said spolstra's your guy say i'm saying okay okay let's see if spolstra's and by the way he was right he was right. Eric is a really good NBA head coach. That, but, again, it's coming from Pat Riley. Pat Riley can smell it. Wow. He knows what it looks like. He knows what it look. like. When he says it's true, it's probably true. If somebody that's doing the selecting now, I don't know if you feel the same way. Plus, you had a front
3: office in Pat Riley saying, do you know how much heat I'm going to take for saying Eric Spoelstra is going to be the coach of LeBron James, mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh? You know what Riley's response was? Sounds good. That's our coach. <laughs> yeah, good. Remember when everybody was barking at Spolstra? Okay. Do you, do
2: you remember this? I, yeah, and he said, when, go back to work. That's your coach. Everyone We're not changing was him.
3: barking at, at Spoelstra, and then now there's conversation. Coach change. Pat Riley's like, sounds good, guys. That's your damn coach. Go figure it out. You think
2: somebody over across the street there, do you think that somebody's got the the wherewithal to say, I don't care, I'll take the heat. I know it's the right guy. Not, well, we'll blow him out in two years. If it doesn't work out, we'll get another one. I don't think they do. Do you
3: remember the exit meetings when I kept saying, I don't want to hear any more about, hey, this is LeBron's fault and this is this fault, this. It all should fall on Rob Polenka. And this coaching decision that he ends up making will obviously be uh, right on Palenka's back, too.
2: I've got a question for you about the Dodgers that I want to hit you with when we come back. That I did not think this would be a question any time in the next three or four years, and it happened in the first 10 days of the season. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.